Hey there, everyone, and uh, welcome back to Creative Emotions. I'm your host, Alex Slee. Cedric Papa. Hey, it's Jenny. And today's emotion, we're going to be talking about proud. Yes, getting real proud. Proud family. Oh, that was a good show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they had some pretty wholesome values. They did. Yeah, yeah. Classic moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, I'll start off. Uh, guys, can I get to know... Uh, what is a proud moment of your life? Cool. Jenny? Um, <laughs> I didn't think about this hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. A proud moment of my life. I could go. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. Sure. <laughs> I mean, like, I've had a couple of proud moments. Um, I'd say, I don't know if I said this before. I probably have. Mm. But I'm going to say it again because I guess it's that meaningful to me in a sense. Um, Because I'm going to say two proud moments. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, But the one of the proud moments that, that I'm proud about is that it's making on the dance team. Mm. Nice. Yeah, on on like auto class dance team, I actually you know, um, doing the audition for it and and be able to actually make it because I didn't think I did the choreography piece well on on the audition portion, but what was the interesting thing that made gave me the edge of passing was um, it had to be a ha, how well I did on the choreography and. Um, how well I did on a freestyle. Mm. So as for as a, as me, like I love freestyling. I love mm-hmm. freestyle dancing. That's my niche. So after like whenever we're done with the choreography portion, uh, when we do the freestyle portion, that was some, that was just my thing. Mm. I just freestyled like a madman. Like I, I pulled my whole entire hundred percent on the freestyle. <laughs> when I knew that my choreography was not the best, well, you know, I still put a hundred percent energy mm-hmm. onto that. So that was one of my proud moments because I've never been on a dance team before. And to be able to be on this dance team was probably the hugest impact on my life. So I was pretty, I was pretty proud. I was really proud of myself to actually to make it on the team. I was quite nervous mm-hmm. on not making it either. Yeah. Um, because I, I've, 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 I auditioned for other teams and, you know, I, don't, I didn't do that well. But, like, at the same time, like, I just kept trying so yeah. that's good yeah that's that's pretty cool because it's just like i think and maybe we'll touch on this a little bit later but i think it's just like the last note of like trying out other things and doing other things and then maybe you know like not getting your expected goal mm. but i think what yeah like what she'd be proud of is the idea of keeping of just trying yeah of, of maintaining that need for trying and stuff like that. So I think that's really, really cool to mm-hmm. bring up and to mention. And we'll probably speak on it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I agree. So we, we get the other one. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. There's two. <laughs> I'm looking right at Jenny and I'm like, wait. No, and I'm right. avoiding everything. And she like pointed subtly to Alex and I'm like, all right, fair enough. All right. All right. There's, so that was proud moment number one. Hey, proud moment number two. Um, but yeah, I think I've said this in my other podcast is when I made, when I got an award for being, um, um, a best, uh, most sold sponsorships for child donations, uh, child sponsorship donations for my, uh, for child, uh, child fund international, um, cause I was able to sponsor 23 kids, uh, in that month. And the interesting thing about that was that I've never gotten an award in my, in my life for something as huge as that. Mm-hmm. Like, like when I was a kid or anything like that, or elementary school, or you know middle school or high school, like I didn't, I never received an award. I'm dead serious. I've never received an award because um, there wasn't anything that I felt like I was really good at mm. per se, you know, or like anything I tried competing in. Well, I did try to compete in certain things, but like I just didn't do well, mm-hmm. you know. So to see that I got an award. For something that was really meaningful, as sponsoring, you know, third world country kids, so that way they have uh, food on their plate, or or like water, or like a, a a much more decent lifestyle, just for 
you know, 30 bucks a month, mm-hmm. uh, for them to be able to survive out of that is actually phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So that impact impacted me so well. Like that made me super proud. There was like a rush of huge, like a lot of chemicals going through my body, mm-hmm. like some dopamine, you know, serotonin, and those drugs are actually positive drugs, right. you know? Um, but I, I can go into the more uh, scientific details on those um, as we go on because um, those, those chemicals are actually very important in our body, especially for, for the pride juice, which, which is called serotonin. Mm. So uh, that's, a, that's more of an external chemical, mm. per se. But yeah, uh, we'll definitely touch more base on that. Uh, but yeah, those are two of my proudest moments. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. nice. Um, so that was moment number two. That was moment number two. Now it's my turn. <laughs> yes. I see that. Yes. Thank good, you. Good, Thank good, you, Cedric. Good, I'm good. following conversation. <laughs> I want to know about your life. <laughs> um. Uh, I don't. I I don't have really many proud moments. And could be something small. Yeah, I can't think of anything. Honestly, in particular, that I've been proud of. Can I ask you something? Yeah. And this is going to be funny to me. Not okay. funny, but like, this is it, the context. Is, were, were you proud of joining Outer Class? So proud. Well, okay. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Really? If it was like a proud feeling. See, like. I, I think that's where like I have more trouble a- identifying pride because. There's like, I think there's still quite a bit of me that like doesn't feel worthy of things. Mm. Um, so even like if I did feel pride, it's like, ah, but you still have to like, now you got to work 10 times harder and it's like, you still have a long way to go. So like, don't feel too proud. Oh, <laughs> That's, kinda, that's, I think that's what I'm kind of struggling with too. Uh huh. Um, and I've all, the other one that's kind of funny to me is like, I've always found it weird when people say that they're proud of me or like like the term like I'm so proud of you. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, well, what business do you have being proud of whatever I'm doing? Fair enough, right? Like, you know, it's th- like, it's a weird thing. It's like, did you have direct involvement in the like, uh, okay. mm-hmm. um, in whatever was achieved kind of thing? That's it. That's a very interesting perspective that you, you've come upon because like, usually like people are like have an answer to that, but for, for someone, for someone like you, that's really, I think that's interesting because you have a very different perspective on mm-hmm. that. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, I, I, oh yeah, sorry. Um, I'm just like, I don't know, if you, you guys will never know this, like, <laughs> listening wise, so I'll just tell you now. Usually when they're talking, like, I'm just fervently taking notes. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> things, trying to make connections. And um, I think one thing that's, like, really important is, like, yeah, like, I never mm-hmm. thought of it that way, but I honestly now think, like, maybe this is the only way I'll ever think about it. Thanks, Jenny, in this regard, well, in this regard of like, um, it's just like, okay, like, why are you proud of me? Like, yeah. I think we accept it as a compliment, and sometimes we're uncomfortable with it. Like, I, for me, it was an initial like, thanks, thank like, you. or like, thank yeah. you so, or like, thank you so much, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just it's it's an interesting concept or perspective of the idea of like, well, why, like. Like, I wouldn't never say, like, why are you proud of me? And then they would tell you these things, and I'd be like... And then what's I think what's problematic is, like, oh, like, you're proud of me maybe for things that I would not be proud of. Or you're proud of me for things that what you're seeing is not really who I am. Yeah. In that regard, huh. right? So we kind of, like, aim to have, like, proud things. Yeah. That's and, an, that's another one I've had where people have said they're proud of me and it's not something that, like, I really value. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, thanks. Or, like, no, like, or like how condescending. like, why are you proud of me for that? Or, like, how condescending it must be sometimes when they're, like, like, it's like, I'm so proud of you for what you're doing. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm like, and then you're like, oh, why are you so proud? And it's like, being, like, 
a woman or being a blank or yeah. being this and you've come so far and it's like like have I <laughs> like yeah. like like you're kind of like divorcing like who I am as a person with like your concept yeah. of like what my struggle is or what like my accomplishment is like you know it's like you know like picking up like I don't know like a dance choreography right now and then just being like I'm so proud of you and then and then you have to be reminded it's like because other people may be doing the exact same thing but you don't say that to them but you say it to the other person who's like you've always just seen as like struggling or terrible mm-hmm. and you just remind them like hey I'm proud of you because remember when you were terrible yeah and now you're just decent <laughs> or like now, <laughs> now you're just now, decent. or now you're adequate congratulations yeah. it's like and it's kind of <laughs> tough to hear it out loud, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I think it's it's tough because like I worry about that. Like, I worry about that for you sometimes. Yeah. And because it's like sometimes people just want to say that to you because they want to be nice to you. I know. Like, I... but like, yeah, just be like, just show outward affection that way. But then if it's like, it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> it reminds me of um, you like the phrase like you look beautiful today. So what you saying? I don't look beautiful every, every day. day. Yeah. It's just like, oh crap. You're like, like no, no, wait, huh? Backtrack. So it's yeah. like, you proud of me? So you're never like, so, so I'm some sort of pity case on yeah. you? What do you oh mean by God. that? Yeah. And so like, that's like, it's worrisome, but it's interesting. That's honestly, if that's a, like your your feeling, that's good I, to know. I, yeah, I think that's kind of like, I do have like, yeah, it's it's weird because like. I kind of have proud moments, I think, but it's kind of like when we were, um, what were we talking about? I forget. But anyways, when we were talking about it, um, like that really like rush of good feeling just in like the moment, like it's very, I guess I felt like proud moments, but I haven't like felt consistent pride, if that's like mm, okay. semantics kind of thing. I mean, there's but a subtle the, distinction. But yeah, I there's think a subtle case, distinction. Right? You know, if that makes sense. Like, um, and it's funny that we're talking about this today because I just had it like last night. Um, we got together for our good friend Mitch's birthday, which was awesome. Yeah, and Mitch is somebody that I really. It's, like, I would say look up to, like, I I think I did look up to him, but, like, I just really, I really value him as a person and as somebody, like, really important in my life. Like, he's the director of our team. He's, like, I work with him in private sessions for, like, coaching on mindset and dance and, like, movement in general, but also, like, he's become a really good friend of mine and, like we were going around like kind of saying goodbye and he was like saying I'm so proud of you and like I did really feel like I felt that pride coming off of him and like what he was talking about I was like you know what I'm proud of you like you're you know we've talked about different things and like he's doing like really great stuff just in his life and consistently and like what he's building for himself like I'm really proud to be associated with that like I'm proud to have Mitch as my friend like I'm proud to have you guys as my friends and so it's like but I don't have like it's a weird thing because I don't there I have this kind of like feeling where I I would like to get to a place where I'm just proud of myself for being myself because I think that's what like Mitch and even um, our captain Erica have like recognized me for when I did make it on the team. They're like, we see you coming out of your shell and like being more of yourself and like stepping out into that. That was kind of like one of the things they said like tipped me over. Hmm. And like I felt really proud of that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's where, so I guess I. Like, I really wanted to be on the team, but I felt more proud that it was because I was being more myself as opposed Uh. to, like, the actual, like, because in many ways, like, even though, like, I've kind of struggled with this and talked about it with different people, like, I had, I was a trainee for a long time, and I think I really, like, looking 
actually like looking at it I think I really needed that like they needed something to come out of me mm. um but it like I in many ways like I I was there I was on the team mm-hmm. you know like right. I acted like I was on the team so like actually like making it on the team was like was a big deal because like for me it was a validation but also it was more so like like the pride came from like the hard work that I've done and like the mental kind of thing so it's it's an interesting kind of like like I'm proud to be associated with outer class and that I can like say that now Mm -hmm. um I'm proud to be leadership of outer class which is really awesome so like that's something that I'm really excited for um but I don't have and I think I think that's kind of where my issue is is like the fact that I don't see too many proud or proud moments or have too many things that I'm proud of is like me kind of not recognizing my accomplishments or like thinking about it Mm -hmm. but also I'm really trying to not like live in the past and like rest on that because that's where I don't know it's a weird this is something I'm I didn't realize but I'm kind of struggling with (laughs) actually it's like oh oh yeah (laughs) which is important to have these conversations to kind of like bring to light yeah yeah, it's one of those like oh I haven't really thought about this but this is something I need to do a little bit of soul searching on I think what's really what I really like the vote so how you perceive proud is very internal. Yeah. Like you're very internally in tune with, with proud, mm-hmm. with with pride. Yeah. As you know, some some people like for myself, they're more externally right, with pride. Right. Right. With the award. Yeah, with the award mm-hmm. or like you know accomplishments or like physical physical things that signify greatness yeah, or physical that, accomplishments. Um, was it external validation? Yeah, external validation. Like when someone receives like a trophy or like when an Olympic gold medalist receives his gold medal, like he it just so shows signification that he did something great and it's in physical form. Right. For you, it's based on how you feel emotionally on yourself saying, "Hey, I'm proud of myself that I did this." Yeah. You know, and, and it's it's internal validation towards mm-hmm. you. And I think that's really beautiful to see, you know? Um, but but like that yeah, that's what I really like. That's that's I didn't think that was possible mm. to see different forms of of pride, mm-hmm. of internal and external. Mm-hmm. So that that was really interesting to see for sure and the interesting thing that i wanted to bring back up is the the whole chemical uh, serotonin mm. you know mm-hmm. yeah, i it's called the the quote i shouldn't quote unquote crap I mean, you can, I mean if that's what people have named it and it's not yeah. an official term yeah, yeah. Why not quote unquote it's it's like it's like it's like the leadership chemical slash proudness chemical Interesting. Yeah, I did and, not know that. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's also kind of uh, signified with a with um, an external, uh, external. It's it's like it's almost like a a giving kind of chemical. Mm. It's almost similar to oxytocin, which is a giving ki- chemical of love and kindness mm. for with a family or other people. That sort of sense. The the thing with the the whole chemical of serotonin, it activates when when you feel pride towards someone else or when you're when someone else is proud of you Mm -hmm. you know it feels it gives a huge sense of confidence within yourself Mm. to show that you actually did something great Mm -hmm. you know and some people are 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 fueled in certain ways Mm -hmm. and literally that's that's what the whole whole beauty of that chemical is is that each person or each body or each mind is fueled completely differently to reach that level of leadership and confidence within themselves Mm. you know Mm -hmm. it's not dopamine that that dopamine gives you good feelings endorphins is endurance for survivability serotonin is based on leadership and pride Mm -hmm. and accomplishments you know so is dopamine, but for for the accomplishment portion, it makes you feel good that you did something. Right. But it's really about the serotonin that people feel pride about. It's like the whole sense of how 
all these villagers, all these, uh, all these, like, like if we're thinking in a Native American scenario, like right. everyone looks up to the head chief, mm-hmm. you know, and they feel proud about the head chief because he's done a lot of great things for the mm. village. Right. So does the head chief. He feels proud about himself because he's done a lot of great things for the village mm-hmm. and he's proud of that mm-hmm. and they are proud of them. It's a, it's like a giving and receiving mm. scenario. Mm-hmm. That's how I, that's how I've perceived it. That's how I've seen it, you know? So yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty that's that's really pivotal, and I think understanding like if if you know it's like a chemical activation, like a feeling, you you can chase after that, right? You yeah. chase after that kind of like I want I I don't for lack of a better term that high, yeah, right? Like uh, like uh, the phrase accomplishment junkie like junkies, oh, yeah. right? Like someone who needs to like finish things or do things or like they need to get done or whatever it may be, and that that explains that regard and that stuff. Um, you know what's funny about this is like um, it makes me think about um, this very like in all of these things right like I think we are proud uh, and when Jenny was having I guess a harder time thinking about it it made me think about like the parameters in which something should be proud of mm. right that's why I asked the question just joining yeah. like outer class was that a proud moment like if I like so like the difference being is like this like you would be proud of someone who did something like let's say um like choreographed like a very complex dance routine mm-hmm. but would you also be proud of a person who just walked through a door mm. like it seems like such a nonchalant thing right like, yeah and then whatever it may be or are you proud of the but then you get like proud of the person who and then this is the big debate that i run into my head it's like what's the parameters in which we should be proud of something and like where is like the default in that like so like my the the fundamental question i worry about is participation right like i deal with young people all the time Mm. and it's like there's this big controversy about participation trophies or awards for just participating in in a thing Mm -hmm. and then a lot of people are like no (laughs) no you can't do that yeah like it and the reason why is, is because of this conversation. It's the idea of feeling proud. Right. And what you're saying, right, should, you should feel proud about. Right. Right? Should you feel, like, you should feel proud if you got first place or if you're the best player on the team or if you made an amazing, like, uh, like an amazing, like, outwardly human, like, um, feat or mm-hmm. whatever you're doing. But should you be proud that you just were there? Right? Yeah. Should you be proud that, you know, like, oh, that you just, um, you showed up mm-hmm. and you essentially did what everyone else did except maybe less than maybe that or just your existence? Mm-hmm. But then the other part about that is it's like, I think for a long time, we've been conditioned to believe that's the only things we should ever be proud of is yeah. accomplishments, is like goals, is yeah. like big ones too. And when you fail to do so, that's when you get really sad about your life and you get really, really bad about it. And I'm not saying that it doesn't have its place, but what I'm saying is like, when you condition young people to kind of do that, and then you kind of immune them from like circumstances, because I think about the kid who, who's trying to participate in the sport who's not that good, and it's not because maybe he doesn't have talent, but maybe there's like no motivation, maybe there's problems at home, whatever maybe, and it's just a feat in and of itself to just show up, Yeah. right? And then like, and if you want people to continue right to be part of something you would have to acknowledge their existence yeah or else they're just gonna fade and it's like oh okay and so like the problem is it's like if you value teamwork i don't understand why you don't like participation trophies yeah i've never understood that either honestly like why is it i mean i guess like i've heard the argument against mm-hmm. participation trophies and it's like yes participation i mean <laughs> I remember we did have this thing, like, I think it was in junior high, where they're like, there's winners and then there's others. And it's like, <laughs> yes. Winners and there's others? Yeah, like, instead of calling losers. losers. Yeah. And it's like, I understand the concept of, like, that kind of thing, but then, like, you play in games for the whole wrong reason, yeah, honestly. Yeah. And, Actually, too, I had this, like, I remember one time where um, we were playing a game with, like, 
my family mm-hmm. and I, can't, I don't remember who it was but somebody was losing like fairly badly like okay. points wise and like there should have been like one more round and they're like whatever like we should just give up and I'm like well what's the point of playing then like it's just fun yeah and like I don't know it's a weird it's a that the one's a hard concept because it's like how do you encourage people to actually try right because that's a big thing mm-hmm. and there's so many people that like oh if I'm not gonna win or then do why well even why even bother like yeah. why even put in that effort like oh that that's a huge I, that's a huge thing that I've struggled with so much. I literally run into that does, All this, like that yeah. plague in school. Every skid that believes that like oh and like it's it's not that it's gotten worse, but like look with more opportunities, more visibility of those opportunities. Yep. I literally get less attention in that classroom. Yeah. Because they just like this is not for me. Like I know that. Like if I'm not going to be successful at this, mm-hmm. I there's not there's no value in it yeah and that's just, if I can't feel proud in doing this yeah then why do I do it and that and like going back to kind of your question with the team sort mm-hmm. of thing is like with that kind of logic like I'm proud of myself for even like approaching the team in the first place because right. I was at a place where I was like I can't dance like like I'm not gonna do well I can't even get on the team like what like I was literally just starting dance like this dance style yeah and I was like there's no way like you guys are way too good like there's no way I can get to that point and like so that in of itself like I'm proud that I put myself out there like and for that matter I'm proud that we started this podcast like Mm -hmm. you know it's like we're being vulnerable every single week like just talking to each other Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes like for somebody if you think about who has like agoraphobia or mm-hmm. like somebody who's like working like just got their legs rehabilitated right. like walking through a door something right. so simple like you could be so proud of that so i think it's the thing with pride and like being proud is it's really on an individual scale mm-hmm. and it's like I think kind of with all these things is like you really like maybe more people should tap into that like inner pride like where do you actually feel it instead of that external validation mm-hmm. of like oh yes you did a good thing like mm-hmm. and that's not to say you shouldn't be proud of that because like mm. you did a really good thing you put a lot of effort in to get that award right. and you were recognized for it and you should definitely recognize people and help to cultivate like your best work and your yeah you know, your best abilities um, mm-hmm. but i think maybe it's the way that we like present those kind of awards mm. like Alex is getting this award because he worked really hard and he's helping these people and he put in this effort to do that. No. As opposed to like, yay, you won. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think that, Because yeah. that, like, hollow victories are like a big thing too. It is. It's very, it's you know? very, it's, it's like, like, it's fulfilling for the moment. Yeah. Like how short lived are those things? Yeah. yeah. Only to be now, you're expected to be even more. Right. Right. And I just think, and it's just like, it's tough because it's like, um, because I remember, like, I, I was like Alex. I didn't win a lot of trophies, right? I didn't even win any, really. And, but I would always remember others who did and how I felt at those moments and not feeling worthy, feeling inadequate. Yeah. And feeling like... That's why every time, every time I see, like, a high school movie or whatever and there's, like, the big basketball game oh, and yeah. the protagonist team wins... I like I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like only I look at the uh, like the acting of the f- losing team, right? Like cuz I've been that team. Mm-hmm. And like they don't have like they probably work just as hard and their narrative is just whatever. But this kid because like oh like you know like he has to get the like for the most the superficial superficial reason like whatever. Like it's just like look like win lose like things happen, right? But like for me it's just like very much like I can sympathize with the idea of like just like not feeling proud of yourself yeah. and seeing pride like pride in others and you think like you want to assume as rational human beings like oh 
like if uh, if you see a person right like do well you assume that other people look at them and want to ins- like are like inspired mm. to be just like that person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then other people are just like i can't be that person yeah so i don't want to be or like i i just i feel bad like i don't feel like i belong mm. yeah and so it's like you don't feel proud to be where you are you're just proud of what you're you're just like sad about what you're not Right. That's it's just it's like a it's a horrible it's like a horrible plague in my classroom because it's like they don't want to participate. Yeah. Because they don't think they they can do well at it. Right. And I'm like, the whole point of you being in this room is because you're you're learning how to do like you're learning you're that learning mm-hmm. yeah. you're learning that and mm-hmm. like you know like it's okay like participate because trust me when I say like when you go out there in the real world there's not gonna be like teachers who are gonna like tolerate you not doing yeah. things and like you not being it's either you do it or you don't yeah mm-hmm. and so it's just it, it, it's tough like you know like, i get it and the ideas of awards and like for me i'm like a very big advocate of like hey like you participated you should be and i think it should be on a very individual basis like hey like i think so too. like you you did this i remember you did this and you did that you did that like you know like make them feel individualized but make them feel proud to be part of something yeah. So nice. I think that's really, really important for people. All right. Um, my next question is going to be: Has pride ever stopped you from achieving something personally, Alex? So we're looking at the bad side of pride. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you know, like you're so you know, like yeah. Like is this pride like like you're too you're, you're too, too proud. proud? You're too proud to like like. It's kind of like belittling someone, basically, or like, like, yeah. and I, or like I'm, I'm too, I'm really too good for this. Or like, I've like done that. all these other things. Like, I can't go back and do that kind and of trust thing. Trust me, yeah. like, uh, I, I don't do it in so obvious terms, but I have recently caught myself in, in, in little things uh, mm. that I do. But yeah. go ahead. It's kind of like a self ignorance, or where it's just like, I don't need to do this. Yeah, I'm good at this already. Um, yeah, you know, but like. Honestly, it's when when I'm doing hobbies or like you know playing my video games or anything like that. When, when I feel like oh I don't need to do do better at this. I'm already at the best of this or whatever. Mm. Um, but like in a in a real life setting, I'm not quite sure on that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but like I I've seen those scenarios. I've I've been around those scscenarios yeah. where like someone's too good at something. And um, they or don't they need to think do it. They are. Yeah, then they think they are, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, I don't really have any experience. Uh, well, I don't really have any like life, real life experience of me ha- having that to me, mm-hmm. except with you know me with with the things I enjoy, basically. Yeah. But like, um, but when that's real life too, even though like it's technically individual. In the virtual world, I, I guess I could say like I could relate to 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 gamers because okay. like you know there's a lot of Twitch streamers, there's a lot of um, um, like uh, Fortnite players or, or or like those big game or the or like those big individual type of tournaments or anything like that for video games. Okay. There are like in that sort of sense, I feel like I want to relate to them in this way mm-hmm. is because. Um, yeah, there are times where I feel like I'm already way too good at, at a game already. You know, I don't need to practice. I just, you know, play for it. Mm-hmm. But but really, your hard work, sh- but like your work shows if you have if you are good enough or not. Because mm-hmm. there, there are times where, uh, you know, I've lost mm-hmm. because I didn't practice. Mm. You know, there, there are times where, um, you know, or maybe when when it's in choir or something like that, mm-hmm. when I feel like I'm I'm the best singer there, I don't need to practice or anything mm-hmm. like that. And there then there's these people who are working at just who are working, um, and not that great, but they're just doing their absolute best, and they actually get the solo, and you don't. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't because, mm-hmm. um, they did the, they did they put in the hard work for it. Mm-hmm. And in that sort of scenario, like it's very eye-opening to see something like that, yeah. because it, it literally slaps you in the face, saying, "Hey, you're not all that." Yeah. <laughs> Eek. You know. Yeah. Eek. So that's one of the things that pride can get in the way with you. It's it's almost in this, it's almost in it's like a passive form of of arrogance mm. and ignorance. Mm-hmm. Just to just to clarify that that you have that that you have to like come back to reality and 
actually realize that you we have to constantly put in the work mm -hmm. just to do something about it because the moment that you have your ego or pride in the mix mm -hmm. is the moment that you start to fall yeah right so yeah, and i get that it's it's tough what about you jenny Mm. I I don't think it's like uh, I'm too proud to do it, but kind of how you mentioned ego, where it's like, oh, like I don't I don't think I'd actually. I think it's like a false pride, like like internally I'm like oh there's no way I'd be able to do that so it's like nah I don't really want to do it anyways like mm -hmm. oh okay you know where like you kind of like reinforce it in the wrong well, way well it's like I think it's more it, it's like maybe even more subtle than you were talking about where it's like you know your subconscious brain like my subconscious brain is maybe like oh no that's really hard like I don't I don't think we could do that and then so like my conscious brain is like no like I convinced myself that I don't want it anyways like I think that's what I did for a really long time with dance mm. is like I I remember like I told myself like I could not dance like I couldn't dance like the way that I dance now um and I think, uh, really, I think that was my, like, ego being scared of, like, judgment and stuff, really. Mm. Um, but I, but it's probably, like, a sneaky sense of pride because, like, being judged means, like, you're, like, or being judged harshly is, like, oh, no, you're not, you're not found, you're found wanting of some skill. And it's, like, oh, well, then I might not, I better not put any effort into it anyways. And then, like least I could say like oh maybe I could dance if I wanted to but I don't really want to mm. I see like it's kind of weird it's but I think that's like I think it's I think it's a very sneaky way that's coming like I haven't felt too proud to do anything like I do really like learning and I'm very curious about things um so I go look it up and I think especially now I'm in a place where it's um like even the stuff that I do know, I realize that I don't know everything about. Mm -hmm. So it's not like that kind of sense of like, I'm too proud to go back to basics. Like mm, I'm yeah. too, like I haven't yeah. had that, but it's like, it's that sneaky sense of like, eh, no, we're not going to try. It's mm -hmm. fine. We don't want it anyways. I see. I think that's a, that's an interesting counterpoint for like, for, 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 how, for being too prideful mm -hmm. is, is learning. Yeah. Cause like, when we feel like we're too proud about something, we feel like we don't need to learn, uh, relearn something or learn something new. Right. Because we, uh, we're our heads in the clouds saying like, hey, I'm already good at this. Like I've already, yeah, I've already done that. Like, yeah. I don't need to do it again. It's so, like, eh. And I feel like it's important to really humble yourself and be huge. And you know, be and have a humility mm -hmm. to always be learning because maybe there's something that the other person that's doing really well, really well, and maybe are, is better than you because they probably learned something that you didn't. Yeah, right. or even more so, like just having like different perspectives on things, like really makes me think about things differently. And like, even if you can like take that learning to get enough, like another understanding of something that you really that you are good at like that's another level of like you know passion or maybe you need that to reignite um your interest in it so definitely yeah for sure for sure what about you Cedric um so for me personally it's it's super subtle um being that I'm like in education right like mm -hmm. um I always try to make sure to keep an open mind about everything. It's like like the mindset, like and like keep an open mind, be willing to you know, put, like say these things or be open to things. And I have to practice what I preach, so it helps me to keep myself my pride down low, mm -hmm. right? To listen to my students. Um, there are times where, um, but there are times where I know pride has interacted. It's not with my students. But it's with regular adults, and it's in conversation. Mm -hmm. 
And it's me no longer wanting to talk to a person because I know what they're gonna say, right? Like I've been like I I, I like I, it's me thinking like me as an under like trying to someone who understands like human beings mm-hmm. like I understand how like I, I I jump to the conclusion that this is how you are. Mm. You seem like fixed in that position. You're in this place, and I just don't want to continue, mm-hmm. right? And it stops me from connecting with somebody. Right to really understand those depths, and then um, vice versa. Now back into education, when a student acts up, right? I think a lot of teachers get really pissed. Mm-hmm. They get annoyed and they take it personally mm. because it hurts their pride that they're not paying attention to the lessons that they're putting out there, the time right. and effort that they do in there, and so they immediately do the one thing that they feel like is is what the immediate result they want is they want the kid to focus they call them out they they punish them and stuff like that but in doing so right like it um it's like short-term like mm-hmm. gain for like a long-term loss yeah because it's like oh the teacher's picking on me you know and stuff like that not willing to listen and go on into it so it's like and then a lot of times teachers feel like they can disregard the problems of young people by saying that they're just young. Oh, yeah. Yeah? It's like, oh, you're just young. You'll get over it. I, 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 don't know, I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, trust me when I say it happens more often than you think. And you have to think about this. They see these students about like, they see kids about 185 days a year, mm-hmm. right? Every day of yeah. those 185. And there are issues. And, you know, there's no, the relationship is not intimate, really. Yeah. So you, and so you're seeing these students and they keep behaving the same way and you kind of gloss, and there's like 50 kids and you kind of gloss over all of their problems because in the next year you're going to see a new set of kids, mm-hmm. right? And the problem is, it's just like after year after year after year and days after days after days of it, you just kind of assume like for the sake of efficiency, right, that you, you believe this wisdom, like, look, I'm a good teacher. If you believe that you're a good teacher, that if a kid is not learning, that kid is wrong, right? That kid mm. is bad, mm-hmm. right? In that regard. Because at a certain point, like, for the sake of efficiency, right? Like, if one kid's messing up, there's not many teachers who can do this, if any, really, that can just be able to carry the lesson while at the same time focusing on that kid and all the problems that they're bringing mm-hmm. and solving that and helping that out, which is the the real tragedy and all that stuff um, in all of that regard. I mean, I've seen, I've heard, like, stories. It's just bad. It's just bad. Like, on both sides. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, I ask my kids all the time, like, what makes a bad teacher to you? And then, and then they, they say a lot of things. They always say this phrase, the teachers who can't teach. And I'm like, explain what that means to you. Mm-hmm. And in that regard, that's what they want, right? But you'll reach other teachers who believe they're, you know, like, they're good teachers, mm-hmm. and their teaching style does not incorporate what that kid wants. Yeah. And then, you know, if you have problems, you have issues, in the classroom, they experience in the classroom, it's because you as a kid are just intrinsically just, like, not good, right? And it becomes really, really bad at a certain point, the dichotomy of that. And I I worry about that all the time. It's it's like teacher's pride. Like, it's like, I've been doing this for 20 years. I know what I'm doing. It's like, you've been lecturing for, like, 20 years. The same thing. Like, you've never tried to innovate your style or try to change and adopt anything new. And, oh, my God, how many... So many teachers... Like, when Common Core, like, the education federal system came out, like, the standards, like, a lot of teachers were threatening to just retire. Yeah. Because they're like, you're going to change the way I teach? No. Yeah. I'm not going to deal with it. No, thank you. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever it is. Like, I know how I am, and I'm not going to, like, invest to understand or to educate in that way. Mm -hmm. And that was pride. A lot of it was pride, you know? A lot of them will advocate for the idea that, like, look, like, I don't think this is the way we should be teaching kids, but I really don't think that's true. A lot of them probably agreed with the standards. They just didn't want to change the way they taught Mm. because they were very much stable and and stabilized, and they were too proud to admit that they're not perfect. Mm -hmm. And so that's just, it's tough. It's tough out here. So in those ways, it's just like, it's like that. It's just like, in my education life, it's very much like seeing that and then in my um, personal life it's very like conversations that I have to not necessarily force myself or interaction but just find myself intrigued differently than how I would typically do it Mm -hmm. and then in my dance life it's pretty simple (laughs) 
it's all about reputation. Mm-hmm. Like, like there will be times where teachers will never take classes from other teachers because they, they couldn't afford. They literally could not afford to look stupid in a class because wow. because because it's like you know it's like hey like i need people to follow me and think that i know what i'm doing right and if i'm trying to follow someone else and their thing and that's not me hmm. like i can't you know like i'm, tra- I'm not yeah. here trying to make money i'm not here trying to like you know whatever grow myself in that regards now i think we all think of that differently and my scene is changing progressively in that sense that's but cool. there are still old school where it's just like not like there, i remember this guy he's like he was making fun of other salsa dancers because he's like all this footwork stuff is all like I'm not trying to look you know that's just I'm not trying to look crazy whatever Mm. you know like that and I'm like dude that's like to me it was like I know that was a passing joke and this is your crowd yeah but it's like dude that's that's mad disrespectful you know like those people are working and they're killing it and like I don't know what it is like are you jealous like I don't know or like why don't you try you it's like I don't know it's just weird Mm -hmm. it's tough but yeah and so in those regards right like yeah it has stopped me from interacting conversations it stopped teachers from from it really finding out what's going on with their students having a more in-depth three-dimensional look and then yeah in, in my in my place it's like very much like it's because of like cash or money or perception mm-hmm. yeah. well yeah 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 that's really good mm-hmm. um okay so i guess um we could talk about like uh well, speaking on, like, yeah, wait, for dancing, like, mm-hmm. for you guys, like, mm-hmm. you know, how does the feeling of being proud interact with your creativity? Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I can start. Okay. If you want. I will. <laughs> uh, for me, I'm it's do like, it. I think a lot of times it's like, I, 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 know, I realize this, that that's what I chase, you know? Mm. That's, that's like, I want to write something or develop something that I'm proud of. Mm. Right? I want to be the dancer that I can be proud of. Mm-hmm. But what I'm learning is like, well, what are those, like how, what are the parameters in which you could create something that you would be proud of? And where does that come from? Like a lot of people are like, I, 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 want, to, I want to be proud of my dancing. And that's like a pretty, like, okay, that's a pretty clear statement, except when you say like, well, if I asked what does your dancing look like that I would be proud of and it'd be like oh well and then people will say well I want to look like blank yeah I want to look like this I want to be clean like this or like clean like that and that's I I get it like that's what similes are for right Mm -hmm. but in that regard right like the constant comparisons kind of like you know like that's that's pretty painful at times because if you're if you if when you start to I think the more you aim Mm -hmm. for trying to be someone else Mm -hmm. I think you the closer you get the more you realize you're really the more you work at it the more you realize you're not that person yeah and then that's like a really horrible irony to kind of deal with like Mm -hmm. you'll learn you'll develop it but you have to listen to what you want and what you can do and stuff like that and in my writing too it's like um being very proud of it but i just recently confessed this um i would never i would never cultivate um like with my dancing I go out and I'll like I'll explore new things I'll yeah. accept new challenges but with my writing like I am proud of it now I am like I'm like I, I like it like I like it and I know it's for me mm-hmm. right but that means I would never for me I would never go to like a college course in writing I would mm. never learn different writing techniques yeah. and then try to emulate that um, as of now I wouldn't because I'm just so scared Mm. of not being able to do well mm-hmm. and then having me know realizing like are you a good writer do you like do you know how to write and stuff like that and it's just like that thing is so precious to me yeah you know i'm so proud of it as it is mm-hmm. like to the fact that if i bring any change to it i'm a little bit worried of how hurt i'll be yeah and like i know it's a weakness to kind of say and i wish i do wish that i i could do that i bring myself to do that but it's just like as it is it's just like I just know that about myself like I'll continue to write for me and how I feel like best fits to write it but other than that I don't think I would ever like be put in a position where I would have my writing be compared you know Mm. or have my writing be assessed or judged Mm. from like anything in that particular sense like I'll have others read it and then they'll tell me what they think about it but not in like a formal sense like oh 
like this is a this is a a, a C paper. Even if it was an A paper, I'd be like, this is not comfortable. For yeah. Me. Like this is super uncomfortable. I'm like I'm out. Yeah. And so I, I think about that and like and in my form of creativity, I want to be proud so much that I do it, it. It prevents me from you know perhaps exploring other avenues, and I accept that at times. Mm-hmm. But I know that may, maybe in time I can change my mind. But for now, it's like when I think about my creativity, I think about yeah, I'm chasing pride, and maybe maybe I shouldn't. Um, but for now, it's like it's like my direction as I think I'm, I'm going mm-hmm. forward and fi- figuring out what makes me proud why I'm proud and then making myself proud mm-hmm. and that's what I think about and that's in those regards yeah so yeah that's really cool um I'd say I'd say for me uh, how pride is uh, is impacted in my in my uh, creativity and then style um it's a lot about progress really you know um the the interesting thing I see from it is that I feel proud in the progress that I'm creating in my dance craft mm-hmm. and whether I use proudness in in you know in a choreography or in an art form like that's what I think about where what true prideness comes from is how you're progressing how, how and that's that's what's been helping me you know continually do what I do mm-hmm. is just understanding the progression of my work there are times where you know I feel like I'm on a I'm at a plateau, but I remember talking to Mitch about this, saying that 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 plateau is just you know they're temporary, but it's up to you if you decide to stay there. Mm. Mm. So, and the the interesting thing about it is is that in, in searching for pride or in, or looking towards pride, it's not something that uh, I I chase after for. It's really something that's just cultivated over time. By just constantly doing things that empower you, or or drive you to do the things that you love doing, and for me, it was really about dance, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what how pride has impacted me in my life. Mm-hmm. It's short, simple, but like it helps. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I would like to strive for a little more pride. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think at least right now it's like that pride would come from recognizing the effort, the consistency, the practice and like just being not even really like achieving goals but like really putting in like doing the work to like grow my creativity and like support others in that like yeah I I think I would take a lot like I really enjoy supporting people like I I definitely do that I like seeing people like achieve their goals and like be happy and excited and proud of themselves um so I think I need to cultivate a little bit more of that like in myself like support myself as much as I support other people mm-hmm. and like instead of because I've thought about it like oh I'd like um, you know somebody to support me the way that I support other people and then like recently I've kind of thought well why don't I support me that way <laughs> right. you know it's like why don't like why do I look outside when I could like I ha I know I have the capability to support mm-hmm. you know so it's like why am I not giving that to myself and I think taking that pride and like really looking back at like not like obviously like maybe making some goals that I could be proud of and but also like looking back at where like how far I've come that's like one of my big things that I don't do a whole lot. It's mm-hmm. like not staying in the past and like, cause I can get very much in this like kind of cycle of like, oh, I used to do this and I used to be good at that. So like, why am I not good at it anymore? Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but really recognizing the skills that I have built with the experience that I have and like how I could use that to achieve what I want to do right now. So mm-hmm. that's what 
that's the kind of pride that I would like to go for and especially comes with creativity cool I think that's uh, honestly I feel like the things that we that I want mm-hmm. are, are like kind of correlate towards you in a way Jenny because mm-hmm. the thing is that I want the opposite of what I'm doing right now and you want the opposite of what you're kind <laughs> yeah. of doing right now yeah because mm-hmm. like for me like I'm really good at you know making myself proud of the mm-hmm. things that I'm doing by right. constantly you know working on those things but I don't know or I I just haven't haven't had enough experience or learn how to create pride in others Mm. you know Mm. like the how you were talking about the whole supporting and other Mm -hmm. people's roles and make them feel good about what they're doing and proud of what they're doing that's actually a leadership quality Mm -hmm. to 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 think about others right um before themselves yeah because the true meaning of of supporting other people is that um you're 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 able to make the other person feel happy Mm -hmm knowing that you're already making yourself happy Mm. that's that's what i believe true leadership is Mm. you know you're you're making other people feel proud and you already know that you're making yourself proud Mm. because you're doing good things for other people Mm -hmm. you know and that's something that i'm missing half of Mm. and that's something i think that's really important Mm -hmm. that i really like and see from you thank you you're welcome okay so um i'm gonna end off this podcast because i think we said a lot of good things about what we said Mm -hmm. about pride yes sir so any final thoughts you guys uh okay i'll go go. (laughs) um i think for me it's very much as i relive about like my life kind of like as a kid to now um i think you, you you really have to I don't know if this is parental advice, but I would be like, at a young age, I think it's important to teach young people to to be proud of the small things mm-hmm. and not necessarily just always look at the bigger, like, you know, like the big outward rewards and stuff like that. Like, that there's value in just doing the small steps of, of, of the thing. And whether or not you complete it or not, like, you know, there's value there there is and so you should be proud of you hanging in there and trying like mm-hmm. i think that's what's like hard for people to realize it's like people don't people realize a lot about themselves they're like you know they they their identity is like tied up in their pride mm-hmm. and they don't want to do things if they don't feel like they're going to be proud of who they are in doing those right. things and the reality is it's like it's you keep yourself from it and that's 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 unfortunate like that's really unfortunate at a certain point i feel like pride kind of solidifies our identity mm. right like this is who i am this is how i am and there's something to be said about that that's true but i think it's dangerous uh really dangerous at time like it just gets dangerous when you're forced to have to change in a situation that you're not yeah and i i think about like I think about like the elderly, right? And I think about like factory jobs going somewhere else and they have to kind of embrace and quote unquote America's new economy and they're like, No, I'm fifty six years old, I'm not gonna com- I'm not gonna learn how to code. And it's just like or I'm not gonna learn how to do this. And it's not like I'm saying you have valid reasons for what you're doing, but the problem is it's like you I feel like at times pride is in the way of you willing to change. Yeah. And so uh, just keep that in mind. Like it's just being proud of the small things is equally important as you know feeling that pride for a big thing yeah like and because then you can duplicate those things you can do you can figure out like oh okay like i can i can actually simulate this or do this again because i've reflected about what i had to do and it keeps you going Mm -hmm. you know it'll just keep you going when you feel like and like that's a problem with me you know like i really admire alex because he's able to look at his life and see his accomplishments and really feel proud about that stuff and like he can reflect on that and that's like such a healthy way of understanding yourself and how you'll succeed in the things you'll do yeah uh for me i'm like ah it's still not there yet it's like (sighs) oh this is all awful everything i've done so far has just been garbage and it's like i shouldn't like it's all leading up to something so be proud of all the small steps that you're taking yeah and everything 
So that's my final thought. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my final thought kind of piggybacks off Cedric because um, I think going along with that, like being proud of the small things, um, also like be proud and take value in effort and like the effort that you're putting into things like working hard there's so much value to be said for that like we've talked about it several times and like it's kind of going around you know sort of with like the instagram kind of culture and everything like you only see snapshots of people people's lives and a lot of it is like the end result of like what they're doing you know it happens a lot with like dance videos like we kind of see the end result of like something that people have like worked really hard towards they've practiced hours for or even you know maybe they haven't practiced hours for it but like they've spent years cultivating that passion and putting in that real effort so that they can go in and like they know a piece they can learn a piece really well um so like take pride in learning and effort and really valuing those things um because there's a lot of people who just don't want to do it um there's a lot of people who don't want to learn new things which i don't quite understand but at the same point i do if that makes sense like yeah yeah. (laughs) um so i mean there's so many people that really kind of like cedric was saying like they put themselves in boxes essentially by sticking to like oh this is who I am this is what I do um and they don't really branch out and I think like the fact that you're even trying or putting yourself in like a scary situation something that like not even like particularly scary but something like having conversations like this with your friends um and opening up and talking to people like that's that's something to be really proud of yourself for um also I would say kind of how I was talking about it is like I would say look for pride and like really support yourself like look for that internally um definitely bring like look for people that you can that provide that for you outside as well um but first look for it like make sure you can cultivate that in yourself because I think that's a really important thing to have and it'll also like attract more like-minded people that you know you'll hopefully want to support and they'll want to support like you and eventually you know have a podcast <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> maybe talk with people like on a regular basis it's crazy how that works <laughs> yeah breaking the fourth wall over here oh <laughs> This is like an ultimate fourth wall breaking. <laughs> <laughs> there All is right. no fourth wall anymore. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, um, I'd say from my final thought, um, Jenny stole what I just said. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Boom, snatched. Like-minded people. Again. Exactly. <laughs> again from both of these really awesome people. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but you guys are We're not awesome. awesome people? No, no you guys are awesome people. people. It's okay. I'm, I'm kidding. kidding. No, I'm kidding. No, I, meant. I know, I know. Awesome I know. Yeah. I'm just... Awesome people. I'm just, I'm just kidding now. No, I had no. to say it. I couldn't help it. I'm sorry. I, I've noticed. Um, but I'd say don't worry about the the big old thing that you want two or three years from now, mm-hmm. um, just constantly be consistent in taking care of what you're able to do on a day-to-day basis. Because it's, it's really about what you do on a day-to-day basis that, can, that, that leads you up to the bigger things, mm-hmm. really. And the bigger things just requires patience. Mm-hmm. It, it, it requires the little building blocks to create a big city. It, it requires little things to make big things happen. So really focus on the small things that you do every day to make the big things happen. Because that's when true prideness comes from. It's bits and pieces of what helps cultivate uh, what, where you are today. Right. Or where you want to be in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's, yeah, definitely important to mention. Yeah. Nice. All right. Okay. Well, so to follow us on our Instagram, it's creative 
underscore underscore <laughs> underscore no, uh, no only two underscores sorry just yeah, to make that clear yeah double underscore, underscore uh emotions and that's our instagram handle if you want to follow me personally alex lee uh my instagram handle is l3 l-a-c-k f-r-o-s-t underscore l-e black frost uh lee yeah and if you're looking for me Right uh, on Instagram, it is Papa Seti eighty eight. So P A P A C E double D Y eight eight. And I'm at Curiously Radiant on Instagram. So come follow me, and yeah, let's go. Yeah, we we're hoping to hear from you guys, uh, and then yeah, we're we're really proud yeah. of this podcast. <laughs> Yes. So proud. Just had it just for that tagline. So <laughs> That's the only reason we started talking about proud exactly. today. <laughs> You're just waiting just an so hour that. and yeah. 20 minutes just to say that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> All right, so you guys have uh, a good day. Yeah. All right, take care, everyone. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.